Well, good morning, COP. We're going to be reading our Bibles together and worshiping the Lord together this morning. So if this is your first time or you have been with us before, grab your Bibles, your pens, your notebooks, and let's get ready to dig into the Word of God. We're going to kick things off with our Psalms and our Proverbs passage, which is always our best way to start. And let's open up our Bibles together right now to Psalms chapter 44, and we're going to go through verses 1 to 8 together this morning. It says, To the choir master, a masculine of the sons of Korah. O oh God, we have heard with our ears, our fathers have told us what deeds you performed in their days, in the days of old. You with your own hand drove out the nations, but them you planted. You afflicted the peoples, but them you set free. For not by their own sword did they win the land, nor did their own arm save them. But your right hand and your arm and the light of your face, for you delighted in them. You are my king, O God. Ordain salvation for Jacob, though through you we push down our foes. Through your name we tread down those who rise up against us. For not in my bow do I trust, nor can my sword save me. But you have saved us from our foes and have put to shame those who hate us. In God we have boasted continually, and we will give thanks to your name forever. Great things to remember about who he is, what he does, and what he is going to do for us in our life. Now let's open up our Bibles to our Proverbs passage, which is Proverbs chapter 17, verses 1 to 5. Better a dry morsel with quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. So when there's no peace, it's not worth it. A servant who deals wisely will rule over a son who acts shamefully and will share the inheritance as one of the brothers. The crucible is for silver, and the furnace is for gold, and the Lord tests hearts. An evildoer listens to wicked lips, and a liar gives ear to a mischievous tongue. Whoever mocks the poor insults his maker. He who is glad at calamity will not go unpunished. So important things as we see in our Proverbs and our Psalms passage together. Now let's open up our hearts and ready to worship our wonderful Heavenly Father. Come on, C.O.P., let's worship Him together. Yeah. 
open up our Bibles for our Old Testament passage, and we're going to go through Deuteronomy 23, verse 1, all the way to Deuteronomy 25, verse 19 together. Let's begin. No one whose testicles are crushed or whose male organ is cut off shall enter the assembly of the Lord. No one of a forbidden union may enter the assembly of the Lord. Even to the tenth generation, none of his descendants may enter the assembly of the Lord. No Ammonite or Moabite may enter the assembly of the Lord. Even to their tenth generation, none of them may enter the assembly of the Lord forever. Because they did not meet you with bread and water on the way. When you came out of Egypt, because they hired against you Balaam, the son of Beor, from Pethor, of Mesopotamia, to curse you. But the Lord your God would not listen to Balaam. Instead, the Lord your God turned the curse into a blessing for you. See, Opie, that's God. That's who he is. That's what he does. He turns things around for us, and we can have full trust and faith in that with our heavenly father but the lord would not listen he turned the curse into a blessing for you because the lord your god loves you you shall not seek their peace and prosperity with all your days forever you shall not abhor the edomite for he is your brother you shall not abhor the egyptian because you were a sojourner in his land children born to them in the third generation may enter the assembly of the lord when you are encamped against your enemies, then you shall keep yourself from every evil thing. If any man among you becomes unclean because of the nocturnal emission, then he shall go out of the camp. He shall not come inside the camp. But when evening comes, he shall bathe himself in water. As the sun sets, he may come inside the camp. You shall have a place outside the camp, and you shall go out to it. And you shall have a trowel with your tools, and you shall sit down outside. You shall dig a hole with it, and turn back and cover up your excrement. Because the Lord your God walks in the midst of your camp, to deliver you and your enemies before you. Therefore your camp must be holy, so that he may not see any indecent among you, and turn away from you. You shall not give up to his master a slave who has escaped from his master to you. He shall dwell with you in your midst, in the place that he shall choose within one of your towns, wherever it suits him. And you shall not wrong him. None of the daughters of Israel shall be a cult prostitute, and none of the sons of Israel shall be a cult prostitute. And you see that later on happening in the Bible. You shall not bring a fee of a prostitute or the wages of a dog into the house of the Lord your God in payment for any vow, for these are abomination to the Lord your God. You shall not charge interest on loans to your brother, interest on money, interest on food, interest on anything that is lent for interest. You may charge a foreigner interest, but you may not charge your brother interest, that the Lord your God may bless you in all that you undertake, in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. If you make a vow to the Lord your God, you shall not delay in fulfilling it. For the Lord your God will surely require it of you, and you shall be guilty of sin. But if you refrain from vowing, you will not be guilty in sin. You shall be careful to do what has passed your lips. For you have voluntarily vowed to the Lord your God what you have promised with your mouth. 
If you go to your neighbor's vineyard, you may eat your fill of grapes, as many as you wish, but you shall not put any in your bag. If you go into your brother's standing grain, you may pluck the ears with your hand, but you shall not put a sickle to your neighbor's standing grain. Chapter 24. When a man takes a wife and marries her, if then she finds no favor in his eyes, because he has found some indecency in her, and he writes her a certificate of divorce and puts it in her hand, and sends her out of his house, she departs out of his house. And if she goes and becomes another man's wife, and the later man hates her and writes her a certificate of divorce, and puts it in her hand and sends her out of his house, or if the later man dies who took her to be his wife, then the former husband who sent her away may not take her again to be his wife after she has been defiled, for that is an abomination before the Lord. And you shall not sin upon the land that your God is giving you for an inheritance. When a man is newly married, he shall not go out with the army or be liable for any other public duty. He shall be free at home one year to be happy with the wife whom he has taken. No one shall take a mill or an upper millstone in pledge, for that would be taking life in pledge. If a man is found stealing one of his brothers of the people of Israel, and he treats him as a slave or sells him, then that thief shall die. So you shall purge evil from your midst. Take care in the case of leprous disease. Be very careful to do according to all the Levitical priests shall direct you, as I commanded them. So shall you be careful to do. Remember what your Lord did to Miriam on the way as you came out of Egypt. When you make your neighbor a loan of any sort, you shall not go into his house to collect the pledge. You shall stand outside, and the man to whom you make a loan shall bring the pledge out to you. And if he is a poor man, you shall not sleep in his pledge. You shall restore to him the pledge as the sun sets, that he may sleep in his cloak and bless you, and it shall be righteous to you before the Lord your God. You shall not oppress any hired worker who is poor and needy, whether he is one of your brothers or the sojourner who you are in the land within your towns. You shall give him his wages on the same day before the sun sets, for he is poor and counts on it lest he cry against you to the Lord, and you be guilty of sin. Fathers shall not put to death because of their children, nor children be put to death because of their fathers. Each one should be put to death for his own sin. You shall not pervert the justice due to the sojourner, or to the fatherless, or to take the widow's garment in pledge. But you shall remember that you were a slave in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you from there. Therefore, I command you to do this. When you reap your harvest in your field and forget the sheaf in the field, you shall not go back to get it. It shall be for the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow. And the Lord your God may bless all the work of your hands. When you beat your olive trees, you shall not go over them again. It shall be for the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow. When you gather the grapes of your vineyard, you shall not strip it afterward. It shall be for the sojourner, the fatherless, and the widow. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. Therefore, I command you to do this. Does this part of the Bible sound familiar to you? It should. It should make you think of the story of 
Ruth. Remember Ruth and Boaz. And what did she do after everyone was done? She was going and she was collecting. It is for the widow. We see some application of scripture here. Chapter 25. If there is a dispute between men and they come to court, and the judge decides between them, acquitting the innocent and condemning the guilty, then if the guilty man deserves to be beaten, the judge shall cause him to lay down and be beaten in the presence with a number of stripes in the proportion to his offense. Forty stripes may be given, but not more, lest one should go on to beat him with more stripes than these, your brother be degraded in your sight. You shall not muzzle an ox when it's tending out the grain. If brothers dwell together and one of them dies and has no son, the wife of the dead man shall not be married outside the family to a stranger. Her husband's brother shall go into her and take her as his wife and perform the duty of the husband's brother to her. And the first son whom she bears shall succeed to the name of his dead brother, that his name may not be blotted out for Israel. And if a man does not wish to lay with his brother's wife, and then his brother's wife shall go up to the gate to the elders and say, My husband's brother refuses to perpetuate his brother's name in Israel. He will not perform the duty of my husband's brother to me. Then the elders in the city shall call to him and speak to him. And if he persists, saying, I do not wish to take her, then the brother's wife shall go up to him in the presence of the elders and pull his sandal off his foot and spit in his face. And she shall answer and say, So shall it be done to the man who does not build up his father's house. And the name of the Lord shall be called in Israel, and the house of him whose sandal shall be pulled off. When a man fights with one another and the wife of one draws near to rescue her husband from the hand of him who is beating him and pulls out her hand and seizes him by the private parts, then you shall cut off her hand. Your eye shall have no pity. You shall have in your bag two kinds of weights, the large and the small. You shall have in your house two kinds of measures, the large and the small. A full and fair weight you shall have, and a full and fair measure you shall have, that your days may be long in the land of your God that he is giving you. For all who do such things, who act dishonestly, are an abomination to the Lord, your God. Remember what Abimelech did to you on the day that you came out of Egypt, how he attacked you when you were on the way, and when you were faint and weary, and cut you off at the tail those who are lagging behind you. And he did not fear God. Therefore, when the Lord has given you rest from your enemies around you in the land of the Lord your God, that he is giving you for an inheritance to possess, you shall blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven, and you shall not forget. Important things for us to remember. Let's open up our hearts again and worship our Heavenly Father before we get into our New Testament passage. Oh, oh, oh. 
our New Testament passage today, we're going to open up our Bibles to Luke chapter 11, verse 24 to 54. Let's begin. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through the waterless places, seeking rest and finding none. It says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the houses swept and put in order. That's what happens at salvation. You are swept and put in order. And then it goes out and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. And he said these things. The woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the woman that bore you and the breasts at which you nursed. And he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. When the crowds were increasing, they began to say, This generation is an evil generation for seeking for a sign. But no sign will be given except for the sign of Jonah. For as Jonah became a sign to the people of Nineveh, so will the Son of Man be a sign to this generation. The Queen of the South shall rise up in judgment with a man of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the end of the earth. Hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold, something greater than Solomon is here. The men of Nineveh are stirring up the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. No one, after the lighting the lamp in the cellar or under the basket, but on a stand, so that those who may enter may see the light. Your eye is the lamp for your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body is full of light. But when it's bad, your body is full of darkness. Therefore, be careful lest the light in you be darkness. If the whole body is full of light, having no part of dark, it will be wholly bright as when a lamp and its rays give you light. When Jesus was speaking, a Pharisee asked him to dine with him. So he went in and reclined at the table. And the Pharisee was astonished to see that he did not first wash before dinner. And the Lord said to him, Now you Pharisee cleanse the outside of the cup and the dish, but the inside are full of greed and wickedness. You fools, did not he who made the outside make the inside also? But give as alms for those that are within, and behold, everything is clean for you. Don't just focus on the outside. Jesus is saying, hey, okay, you're washing the outside, you're doing your ceremony, you're doing all this, but the inside of you, that's what's messy. That's what's not good. Verse 42, but woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and every herb and neglect justice and the love of God. These you ought to have done without neglecting the other. You need them both. You have to come together. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love the best seat in the synagogue and the greetings in the marketplace. Woe to you, for you are like unmarked graves, and people walk over them without knowing it. One of the lawyers answered him, Teacher, in saying these things, you insult us also. And he said, Woe to you, lawyers also. For you load people with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not touch the burdens with one of your fingers. Woe to you, for you build the tombs of the prophets whom your fathers killed. So you are witness and 
consent to the deeds of your fathers, for they killed them, and you build their tombs. Therefore, also the wisdom of God, I will send them prophets and apostles, some of whom they will kill and persecute, so that the blood of prophets from all the fountains of the world may be charged against this generation." From the blood of Abel to the blood of Zechariah, who perished between the altar and the sanctuary. Yes, I tell you, it will be required of this generation. Woe to you, lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You did not enter yourselves as you hindered those who were entering. And he went away from there. The scribes and the Pharisees began to press him hard and provoke him to speak about many things, lying in wait for him. Why? to catch him in something he might say. Sometimes people are pushing you and pushing you and pushing you. Why? Because they want you to speak. They want you to say something that they can then grab and use against you in the future. It's very important for us to be careful about what comes out of our mouth and how we live and how we think. Let's always take things to the word of God and hold them through the word. Now, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that we have come together today to read your word, to understand more of your word, Lord God. Father, we pray that you bless us, Lord God. Lord, as we are in the middle of this lockdown again, Lord, we just pray, let your hand be there. Let us feel your presence. Let us continue to be able to hold firm and to trust in you. Lord, we also pray and claim that there will be things that will end in praise and we look forward to the good reports. Father, we just pray for this virus, Lord God. Lord, we pray that you don't let it continue to live and grow. Lord, we speak healing and health to our brothers and sisters, Lord God. Lord, we speak protection over this nation. And Father, we look forward to the good reports of things that you will bring to pass. We worship you, Father. We thank you for you are so good and that we have your word that we get to open and read and understand. Lord, be with us today. Give us wisdom and understanding. We worship you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. See you guys real soon. Again, as we do our daily devotions, our services, and our evening services together. Take care, COB. God bless.